Welcome to episode seven of uh, the Joysticks Canada Games Cast. I am the your wonderful host, Dan John, and joined by Richard Marginson. Hello. Uh, the bespeckled one. The uh, it's, it's true. The father, the four-eyed father. <laughs> the fr- as am I. Uh, yeah, I suppose if we were to have superhero names, what better name yeah, the than four the four-eyed father? father. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the diaper changer extraordinaire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't put poop on that wall, master. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. We're just gonna chat about what we're playing, um, what everyone's been talking about—the whole Fallout seventy six uh, ridiculousness that just keeps on going. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, new releases out. Either recently or you know last week, uh, and then kind of some very 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 soon to be released uh, titles. So, just a quick reminder: I know uh, Extra Life Game Day, the official game day, is actually on November second, this upcoming Saturday. Um, we're actually going to be streaming on uh, Twitch.tv/slash Joysticks Canada. Uh, from 10 a.m. Eastern Time to roughly midnight. Um, why are we not doing 24 hours? That's a very good question. Um, we're old and have children. So, so very old. So, yeah, that's why. <laughs> I did 24 hours before. It's the last three, four hours. They're not fun. They're not good. They're more of like an endurance test. So, yeah. But at the end of the day, we're still doing, you know, we're still raising money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. We're still going to be giving away Steam keys, um, maybe some even better stuff than that. I uh, have yet to determine what that is going to be. I've got quite a few things here to give away, though, so definitely worth tuning in. Uh, go to joysticks.ca for other details as well. They're going to be posted very, very soon. Um, but yeah, so what are we playing lately, Mr. Richard? Uh, lots of things, but for very, very small amounts of time. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's almost as if there's uh, a lot of stuff coming out or something. It's weird. It's, it's like it's the fall and, and things happen <laughs> video game wise in the fall. Um, although I have to say, I mean, we can talk about some of the uh, some of the delays uh, maybe a little bit later. But oh, man, yeah. uh, the fall, despite how busy it is, the spring does not look much better. Yeah, yeah I know. This is the first time I think in a very long time that the spring is jam packed. I don't. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever actually seen that happen before. Like, there's usually one big title. It's like, oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five is coming out in whatever March or. But yeah, to have so many games so early in the year is really bizarre. And, and and again, to have so many great games now in the fall as well. Like Typically, you'll see games getting out of the way of Red Dead 2 or Grand Theft Auto V. And, you know, the big titles. I used two Rockstar games there, but there are others. Mm. And But that's not the case here. We have tons of great games that were, you know, known quantities and then others that just popped out of nowhere. So, oh, I'll give you some examples. I've been playing um, a bunch of Borderlands 3, mm. which, having played one and two a fairly long time ago and skipped the the pre-sequel and tales from the borderland i kind of had uh high expectations i guess maybe higher than i should have uh 
given that it's been so long since I've jumped into the franchise. Um, it, I know there have been some some mixed reviews, and I'm I'm late to the bandwagon a little bit in terms of, of giving my impressions. But uh, generally speaking, very happy with the with the end product. Uh, I've been tinkering away with it, sometimes with friends, sometimes without. Uh, loving the the feel of the game still. It's uh, it's its main selling point. The way that it handles uh, combat uh, with abilities and combat encounters with all the variety of guns that uh, that they put at your disposal, and then um, simultaneously, I guess simultaneously, the world that they build around uh, those missions and that that gunplay is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, really well colored in with both environment as well as characters. Uh, you know, some of which will get on your nerves, but for the most part, <laughs> innocuous enough that uh, that it's just a fun, enjoyable time. Yeah, I mean, I I played it myself for maybe I want to say not really, really not that long, like maybe four or five hours tops. Um, I never even got off the first planet, which I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but whatever. <laughs> that's that's how little I played was I didn't even get through any spoilers. Um, but like, yeah, like the. I remember you were talking about the the dialogue and like the the that kind of stuff. I I know quite a few people were like, "Oh, it's childish potty humor, blah blah blah." I'm like, yeah, you you but you never played a Borderlands game before. Like, so what? It's cheesy and lame, but that's not why I'm playing the game. I'm playing it because it's goofy and like over the top and a lot of fun. Yep. I mean, to to your point, I mean, if you played it before, you know pretty much what to expect. It hasn't deviated much. I think yeah. the thing that's gotten that's changed is probably us, both as a, as as people, you know, getting older, and then uh, maybe a little bit society. The humor has stayed the same, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when Borderlands Two came out, but uh, it's it's basically the exact same as it always was. So, yeah. if that's okay with you and you're willing to let water slide off the duck's back, then you'll, you'll probably have just as much fun with it as you did uh, the first couple iterations. Yeah, I you know it wasn't it wasn't uh, it didn't turn me off. It wasn't maybe it was offensive. It wasn't it wasn't offensive to me, but whatever. You know, it it did the job. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, outside of that, it's been a lot of library games. So I don't know if uh, you've extolled the virtues of the public library system in the oh. Greater Toronto area. Oh God, yes. It's, okay, yeah. great. So, uh, so I'm <laughs> I'm one of those those freeloaders that uh, you know is keeping the keeping the man down, the corporate video game developer down by renting all of his <laughs> games from the library. Hey, someone someone has to buy it originally, right? Sure, that's true. You're right. Uh, well, here I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a sales pitch for some of these. Uh, not all of these, but maybe I'll sell a couple of copies and ease my conscience. Yeah. Uh, so so definitely by far the best one that I got uh, recently was Katamari Damacy Reroll for the Switch. For the Switch, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, did you play the original Katamari Damacy? Oh, I absolutely loved it. I I beat the living crap out of that game. I I don't know if it was like I can't remember because it was so long ago, but I can't remember if there was like a hundred percenting the game if you know what i mean but if if there was i'm pretty sure i did <laughs> i so i don't think there was but <laughs> i i guess the the really great thing about this game is it hasn't changed it just looks prettier right it's got all the great music in it it's got all the um the beautiful environments and artwork and and just upskilled and upresed for you know for modern systems mm. uh the terrible thing about this game is that it hasn't changed so yeah. it it <laughs> contrary to maybe Borderlands, 
this this game is stuck in the past in terms of its controls and handling, camera angles, and, and all the finicky stuff that was there, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 years ago? I don't remember how long ago. So it's basically like uh, a straight port, but with the textures are a little bit cleaner and sharper. And that's probably just due to the fact that the display on the Switch is, is better. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, it, it's... And don't get me wrong, it's way prettier. Like it, it looks fantastic, but it it plays like uh, you know a an, an graceful eagle piloting a blimp. Uh, to, to quote Portal Two, <laughs> <laughs> it's very unwieldy. Well, did, so it's it's. Just... Did you play on uh, portable or TV? I did. I played on portable. Yeah. Okay. Because I. I, uh, I've only played the demo, and it was I played on portable, and I was like, oh, this is so much fun. And then after about five minutes, I was like, oh, yeah. Now I remember the controls from this game. <laughs> and just like you said, it was like, uh, yep, yep, it's it's fun. It definitely is fun, but it's like, oh, my God. You really, really have to kind of yeah tr- transport your brain back to the past and kind of deal with it. There's no, there's no messing around and, like, configuring it to be a little bit more modern. No. Yeah, there's, there's none of that. And, and all the the clunky save system stuff is there too, right? So if you're in the middle of, of beating a world and, you know, one of your numerous children wake up and start screaming, <laughs> uh, you, you can't save, right? Yeah, you, have yeah. to, you just have to put the unit down, which is fine. You know, it can suspend. But the only way you can save the progress is when you get back to the main hub world and, and save from there. So okay. it's just kind, <laughs> kind of stuff that we take for granted a little bit maybe yeah. from, from modern games. And it, it definitely is stuck in the past in some ways. But it's fun. If, if you have nostalgia for it, then you know, you'll know you enjoy it. Oh, yeah. it's not. I don't think it's full price either. It's like a pretty relatively budget game, especially for Switch. It's uh, I want to say it's 40 bucks Canadian or something like that. Maybe 50 but I know it's. I definitely know it's not a full price game. Mm-hmm. Alternately, free from the library. Or that. That's always. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's always the nice. <laughs> put, your, put your name down. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that aren't free. Speaking of library. More, yeah. Speaking of library. Uh, so here's a game that was free from the library, uh, but I'm pretty sure they want me to mortgage or remortgage my house in order to uh, to pay for the microtransactions in it. <laughs> um, NBA 2K20. Oh man, yeah. Uh, has a literal casino inside of it. What? And yeah, and let me let me just so there's an in-game currency that you can use to buy all kinds of cosmetics, yeah. power-ups and all of that kind of garbage. You know, the game itself, if you've ever played uh, an NBA 2K game, it's the only show in town, right? The other the EA Yeah, title. NBA Live. I don't even know if there is one this year. Like there might I be. Think. I don't even know. I don't think there is. And it's been years since they have put one out properly if even, yeah. right? Uh, so, so there's not much competition. They're, they're still generally regarded as pretty good games. This one just, just turned the microtransaction dial to 15. You know what I mean? It was, it just took it completely to the other side. Uh, and I, I spent maybe about half an hour in the menus creating a player, trying to do the story mode, uh, which they've done year over year. Um, and I, I just couldn't stomach what was what was happening within that story mode so uh beautiful part about the library i just put it back in the box and i brought it back <laughs> to the library i do not want to play you bye-bye yep whatever poor sucker is next can uh, can have at it lord like i knew they had i knew the the microtransaction stuff was like all over the place with that game well most sports games right i, I play nhl pretty much every single year and i get suckered into the hockey ultimate team which is mm. probably similar to some of the stuff in nba um, but I never use my own money. I just I play the game, I enjoy it, and then I get 
you know, in-game currency that I earn by just playing the game. Mm-hmm. And then I spend it on stuff in the game. I'm like, okay, this works. I don't, I really don't care. But yeah, when they're like, hey, you know what? Let's let's go to the casino. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> like, in I almost hate to say it, but like in a game like Grand Theft Auto or like uh, Red Dead Redemption, I'm like, yeah, I, I actually kind of get it. Like, it's still pretty grimy and and weird, but it's I almost kind of understand because <laughs> it's that's that type of game, you know. Let me tell you a couple of stories about Charles Barkley, a famous <laughs> NBA star who I think has literally gambled away his entire life savings. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's a, it's an accurate picture for sports athletes to, to uh, sports athletes. That's a redundant statement. Uh, <laughs> well, no, <laughs> athletes to go. Yeah, yeah. professional yeah. sports athletes. Maybe I don't know. Well, video game athletes. That's what I want to hear. Video. Mathletes. Math- oh yeah, what about the mathletes? <laughs> Please think of them athletes. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe it's normal for them to go to the casino, but it, it did not feel normal for, for me in this video game. No, so it's, I, uh, I uh, that's kind of gross. No, seriously, that's, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be a lot of kids doing this stuff too, right? Like, Hey mommy, give me your credit card. Yeah. I want to buy, I want to buy a Jersey. And then $300 later, you, like, Oh great. I can't return any of this stuff. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, you've, you've literally outlined my living nightmare for when my children start <laughs> playing video games. Yeah, they're not. They're definitely not going to get any. There's not going to be any credit cards attached to anything. I think <laughs> it's just going to be. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be cards, gift cards, or whatever they are. The yeah, points you, cards you and well, stuff. That's true. Yeah, you can do it that way. I I, I tried to detach my credit card from my Apple account uh, at one point, and I'm I just have a recurring subscription for some extra space for photos and stuff. Whatever it's called, the Apple Cloud. Yeah. And I was like, no, you got a subscription. You can't you can't take this off. I was like, well, okay, I guess it's staying on then. Uh, but you're right. I could have, I guess, maybe loaded it up with funds via their their cards or whatever. I know. Yeah, I know. My my daughter has. Uh, uh, she loves Roblox, and whenever she wants, you know, stuff in the game or whatever, I just like, I'll get her a card on my way home from work or something like that, and just load it up on her, on her account, and that's it. Done. Smart. She doesn't. Yeah. If she doesn't have enough, tough. If she has more than enough, then use the rest of it on something else. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's like here, ten bucks. That's it. That's all you're getting. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm gonna speak- be to you for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Apple, I heard oh, yeah, I heard sure. you've been playing uh, some Apple Arcade stuff, which I'm actually quite jealous because I have no devices to play that stuff. <laughs> uh, well, you know, don't don't be overly jealous. Um, I'm, I'm not sure when the last time I was on here, but. Uh, the reason why I have a device that's able to play uh, Apple Arcade stuff is because I left my phone in my pocket and then walked into a pool uh, with the phone in the pocket and then swam for about half an hour with the phone in the pocket and then... Why isn't it working? Me. What the... Yeah. Oh. Strange, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so it turns out that's a really good way to get an iPhone 11, uh, which is a, a stellar device, uh, very expensive, but um, what's $5 more per month when you already have this device? So uh, so I signed up for the first month of Apple Arcade and completely forgot to cancel it. So now I have a second month of Apple Arcade. Uh, so I can give you a couple months worth of impressions. <laughs> so you're trying to get, make the most out of it before you actually successfully cancel. Yeah, I, worst part is I even had a reminder in my calendar to cancel it. No, it's happened to me. Completely ignored it. Yeah. yeah, I've been a Humble Bundle subscriber for about a year <laughs> by accident. So. <laughs> uh 
So, so I can walk you through a few games here. A, a bunch of them are from the first round of games. Uh, so preface this by saying there are, I think there are about maybe closer to 90 games now in the system. Uh, 80 of them or so were at launch. And my understanding is they're not taking away any of those games, at least for the first few months of the service. So that'll take us through to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, any number of things can happen. You know, it, it might come to the normal Apple um, App Store. It might go onto other platforms. It might get taken off of this platform. You, I have no idea. Uh, but at least initially, those 80 games are, are there, and if you sign up now, it's the same 80 games that were there from launch. Yeah. That's and then they added though. some more, which, yeah, which is great, right? It's cool to see. I, I have no idea how these new ones are, and unfortunately, I can't give my impressions on them, but... Uh, to get a little notice on your phone, I think I was at work with you when that happened. It was like, oh, hey, look, they added more things yeah, yeah. that I don't have time to play. <laughs> uh, but at least they're, they're keeping it up. They seem like they, at least initially here, the, the first month thing, they seem like they have a roadmap right, to, to keep people around. Well, I've heard, yeah, like I've so, heard nothing but I've heard nothing but good things just overall. Um, obviously, there's like a few games that kind of stand out. Like I know. Was it yeah, like Grindstone for sure. I've heard so many people talking about, it. and then uh, yeah, what the golf as well. I've I've seen so many either just gifts or little clips <laughs> of people playing that game, and I'm like, yes, this looks like something I want to play. <laughs> it's right up your alley. Like, uh, yeah. So so one more preface, right? So some of these are uh, called exclusive, and I think what they really mean is exclusive to the arcade. Like it's not available. Well, outside of Apple Arcade on the App Store. It might not even be available on, on Android. So I think the definition of exclusive is probably weird here mm. because a game like What the Golf is available, I think it's on Switch. What is it? Or Steam. Oh, yeah, Epic Store maybe, not Steam. But, yeah, it's it's available on a lot of platforms. I had no like idea. Neocab. I had no yeah. idea. Oh, Neocab, uh, Neocab I know is on uh, Switch because I saw it on the eShop the other day. There you go, and uh, Siren Hour Wild Hearts. Is yeah, that I know is on. Uh, that's on Switch as well, yeah. I believe. So, so again, they're they're you know, I, I guess when you look at it that way, you're paying five dollars a month for these games that are available on other systems, and you know, debatable as to whether or not your phone or your iPad is the best way to play these games. Although you can hook up a controller now with uh, with yeah, iOS eleven. True. Um, but still, for five bucks, you're getting a bunch of titles that are available for multitudes more uh, dollars on these other platforms. So it's a it's a pretty pretty solid deal. Well, the thing, yeah, like some I know what was it the the Neo Cab? I know that was about I want to say it was about fifteen twenty bucks alone on Switch. So it's like, hey, wait a minute, five bucks to potentially blast through that game in a few days? Maybe I have no idea how long it is, but I can't imagine many mobile games like this type of mobile game being all that long. Yeah, I think uh, that that one's a really good example of one that you can, you know, knock out in a couple hours. Same thing with the golf, maybe, you know, double that or so, depending on how deep you want to go into the system. So uh, NeoCab is, I've, I've only played about half an hour in NeoCab. It's a narrative system, uh, kind of a choose-your-own-adventure style game, uh, pretty cool aesthetic uh, you are one of the last human cab drivers. It's a, uh, what do you call that? Cyberpunk style yeah. uh, setting. And uh, the people that you're driving around you know, like to, to choose you as their cab driver because you're, again, one of the last humans driving cabs. 
Um, and you have some conversations that help you, I think, solve a mystery of some sort. I, I can't quite tell what the mystery is at this point, but <laughs> there is there's something that you were driving towards, and I think it's a mystery. Nice. Uh, whereas with the golf is really cool for pick up and play, uh, but also has some pretty deep um, milestone type systems built into it. So I'll give you an example. You, you can start uh, with a hole and and you play that hole it's uh, without diving too much into spoilers it's probably the least golf game that has ever been created uh, with the title golf or with the word golf in the title wasn't the pitch line uh, the golf game for people who hate golf or something along sure, those, I can see something that. along yeah, those that, lines i don't know but yes that if it's not that then we should sell it to them. <laughs> yeah uh so so essentially you start off you 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 know hit something into a hole and again spoiling nothing too much for you but um and then there are there are two additional versions of that level afterward so one is um i can't remember quite the name of it but anyway there's a there's a version of par for that hole mm. and it might be the exact same hole where you have only a certain number of shots to to make it happen uh, or it might be a completely different mechanic using the same environment uh, and then there's a third version of, of that same hole, and each one of these get you each you know completing each one of these versions gets you a crown. And you use crowns to unlock other parts. Of I was going to say like it sounds kind of like there's the three star system that's Ex- like in every exactly. there's almost every single mobile game I can think of. Yep. Yeah, no, yep. that sounds exactly. cool though. That's at least dude, yeah. that like different versions of it. So it's not just how well did you do? Do better next time. Like, no, 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 this is three different versions of. That's pretty yeah. cool. I like that. And and you can engage with it as deeply as you want, right? So some of these more challenging levels, I think you'll... I haven't finished it yet, but I think you'll probably have to engage with some of them to get enough crowns to maybe unlock some of the final levels. But it, I can't imagine that they're going to force you down the path of three-starring everything to, to complete the... You know, the oh, or yeah. see all of the different levels of the game. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's cool. That's my little pick-up-and-play. Uh, so is Grindstone, although I can, you know, I will fully admit I've spent many hours on the couch playing that while watching Netflix or whatever, just <laughs> sitting there tapping away. Nice. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. I guess it's kind of like a match. It's a matching game yeah. in, in a way. Uh, it's like if Bejeweled was not beholden to um, having things stacked one on top of the other. Uh, so it, it, you can you can break these colored blocks and and kind of tackle the blocks or, or rather attach the blocks together in a bunch of different ways, either horizontally, vertically, or diagonally. Uh, whatever it takes to to kind of connect as many of these blocks together as you can, and breaking those blocks, you know, drops in new blocks. And um, there are some combat mechanics in there too. So one of the really cool uh, ways that they get around just making you match the same stuff over and over again is uh, they'll put numbers on enemies or on certain blocks uh, for the number of pe- uh, the number of things you need to hit before you can break that particular block or kill that particular. Oh enemy. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's really 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 well done. Uh, it gets ridiculously challenging at higher levels, <laughs> so I've uh, I've kind of put it down for uh, the sake of not breaking another iPhone. <laughs> Um, and then the, the, the last thing, then I'll stop on the Apple Arcade stuff. The last thing I played, 
uh, is called Skate City. Um, growing up, I was I was big into skateboarding. I still love the uh, the EA skate games. Every so oh, often, man. I'll throw those in. Yeah, yeah. Just fantastic. Uh, I have no idea where Skate Four is, but in the meantime, uh, I've got Skate City, which is a side-scrolling, um, very linear, not open-world skating game, but open in the sense that you can trick off of things pretty seamlessly. Um, you know, not not at all what I necessarily want from a skateboarding game, mm. but it's uh, very well designed, aesthetically pleasing, lots of levels and challenges and score challenges and stuff like that to, to play through. Um, yeah, well, well worth the install, I guess. Is it more realistic than, like, Oli Oli, or is it kind of the same? The, it's physics-based, so, the, you know, there's balancing, like, in Oli Oli, um, but it's, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, along the same lines. It, it just has a maybe a different skin to it than Oli Oli, right? That had a very, like, minimalist-type aesthetic yeah. to it. super zoomed this, out, super, like, yeah. crisp and super basic, yeah, I and Ollie Ollie had something which this one kind of doesn't have as much of, which is that really fast restart. Like, you, yeah, that you was kick the bucket and then you just jump right back in. That was super satisfying. Like, if it never if it didn't like have it that, yeah, if, if Ollie Ollie hadn't had that like instant snap to like do it again, I would have given up way before I did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, th- this has a bit of that, but it also tries to motivate you to keep going to, you know, it, it's the same thing. It has, like, different star challenges or different point settings. So you can you can still get something out of it by completing your run, um, but it's not as quick restart as Ollie Ollie was. Oh, yeah, that's still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Nice. Um, as for me, I have played a couple relatively big releases i guess one of them's a little bit late to the game but uh control uh for xbox one which is i've i've maybe played four or five hours of that one but i've already played enough to know i absolutely love it um it's i I don't know how to put it but it's some of the stuff from you can you can basically tell it was developed by the Max Payne guys, like the the way that the game moves, and the the cutscenes alone are just are awesome. It's got like a a weird mishmash of like full motion video, but like kind of comicy, kind of cartoony vibe going to it. Um, and the the tutorial levels are the way that they've done them is they're not they don't really feel like you know a typical tutorial in a game is like oh you know you can't progress until you do this press b to crouch press r3 to do this it's no no no. they it's almost like a mini level that you go through in order to uh in order to learn how to how to use something just as basic as the gun or like how to how to use a new uh, ability that you've just picked up and i just i absolutely love the way that they've done it and this the the voice acting's phenomenal i think the 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 fake the faces are, they could probably use a little bit of work on some of the characters. The main girl looks looks fantastic. Like, I, I just look at the character in the game and I'm like, I've seen you in movies before. It's like, it looks that good where it's like, okay, you know what? I I know who you are. I've seen you in stuff. Um, but yeah, like, the, just, the, it's a very unique kind of take on a, on a game as well. Like, they, one of the things that I was, I kept on hearing uh, everyone talking about was, Oh, it, it 
just takes place in a house, like in an in a old house. I'm like, what the whole game does? And like, yeah, there's no open, air, no outdoor areas. That kind of initially was like, eh, that kind of turned me off a little bit. And then I, the more of the more I was playing, I was like, oh wait a minute, this this quote unquote old house is absolutely gigantic. So I don't actually mind playing through here. This is it's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, so that sounds awesome. I I've literally just before this uh, recording, I played the first twenty minutes of this game. Um, I I submit to you a tagline for this game uh, <laughs> if you're if you're willing to accept it. Uh, this game is remedy as fuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, I had so the tutorial that you're talking about with the gun. This I don't think is spoiling anything. Anybody? No, everyone knows you get a gun game. in the game. It's yeah. Sure. It well, it's more what I'm going to talk about in terms of the tutorialization of of that gun. Mm. Um, the the astral plane that they used to uh, teach you how to use it uh, gave me hot sweats, I guess, <laughs> and immediate flashbacks of Max Payne 1, I want to say, uh, and the dream sequence where you're, like, walking this... Walking along the veins? The the bloody fuck. veins? <laughs> yeah, in trying to get to your crying daughter or whatever. Yeah, that was fun. Like, no, no, it was not. For a game that was all about, like, slow motion shooting and, like, looking like a badass out of Matrix and, like, making awesome photos and stuff to send to your buddies... That was the most frustrating thing I've ever experienced in a video game up until that point. Um, and I just got immediate, like, heart palpitations playing the tutorial. <laughs> so, You're like, no, like, no! Fall off anything. <laughs> yeah, my brightness was set properly so I could see whatever it was I was doing. Um, but I, I immediately thought, like, oh, yeah, this is this is these guys. This is definitely these guys. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the thing is, like, I Alan Wake as well. I absolutely loved Alan Wake. Um, but like the quantum break, the one that came out basically before control, um, I tried really hard to get into that game and I just could not do it. I don't know if it was the characters, the story was like batshit crazy. So I loved it. Um, the, the characters themselves, they seemed good, maybe a little bit robotic, but they were, it was still fine. I just don't know what it was. I think it was just the, the gameplay itself. Like there was nothing really that captured me like. With Control, it's kind of got, like, a mishmash of Quantum Break and Max Payne, but, like, the perfect balance of both. Like, the story's really, really crazy, but it's also got this awesome combat where it's really satisfying to to shoot the enemies in the game. Like, it just feels really, really satisfying to to hear the, the clicking and, like, the, the, the just the everything about it just seems really polished. Especially for, yeah. like, such a tiny budget, apparently. Like, it's... Oh, really? Yeah. Like the, I, I heard that it's uh, pushing systems on PC. Oh yeah, with the so, well, it's got the ray tracing, tracing stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, they apparently they took it a little bit lo- uh, light on this one. Like they didn't even like five hundred five was the publisher, and they're they're saying Control is one of the the returns to double A games because right now it's either indie games or the big huge triple A budget games, whereas Control is kind of like somewhere in between. Just kind of I can totally see that. That's super cool. But, uh, yeah, the other game is, well, it's The Outer Worlds on Xbox One as well. Outer and I was literally Worlds. playing it up until about, uh, what, half an hour ago? <laughs> Outer Worlds? Outer Wilds? Outer Wilds? Outer Wilds is also very good, but yeah, Outer Worlds. <laughs> Outer Worlds is absolutely amazing. I, yeah, the, 
obviously everyone's seen the reviews for it and knows you know where it came from the obsidian the guys who did Fallout new vegas and well the original two fallout games as well but uh oh my god it's it's so it's scratching that itch that fallout 76 basically just infected (laughs) (laughs) um the outer worlds is the the salve that's covering up the the hole that fallout 76 created it's uh it's fantastic it's the obviously the, the there's some small issues with the game um like the uh obviously everyone everyone it's so much it's so easy to talk about the negatives of games but like in this one it's the it's very very little very very tiny things like the map i've heard a lot of people say oh the overworld map sucks but it it kind of does suck um thankfully you don't have to use it all that much but oh my god like i don't know what they were thinking like they they really really need to to fix it then again the game's been out for what uh four days so it's it's stuff like that the game is very bug free surprisingly especially for a game like this i've i've actually tried to get people stuck indoors just because i know (laughs) just because i know it's happened so many times and like other bethesda type games so but they just will not do it they'll just be like no i'm good i'll move out of the way (laughs) Like, no, you're supposed to get stuck and start twitching like crazy. I, I need my YouTube fame. Yeah, I, need, <laughs> I need my crazy glitches. But there's nothing. I can't find anything. But it's, uh, yeah, there's just, there's probably a small list of just very minor things that are an annoyance. Like, if uh, this is going to bore everybody to tears, but it's like when, if you want to, if you want to switch weapons, you can't have the weapon that you want to switch equipped. You can't have it literally in your hand if you want to switch. You have to unequip it to switch it, which seems really, really weird, especially for this type of game. Wait, what? What does that mean? Like, like if if I if I have if I have my gun, uh, say I have a handgun in my hand and I'm walking around, I open up the menu because I because I just picked up a new handgun that's twice as powerful. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to use that, and I go to equip it. I can't unequip the gun that's in my hand. I have to go back into the main game switch to another weapon then i can unequip the handgun to equip a new one i'm like what the hell it just it's stuff there's a few things like that where you're like i don't i don't get this this is this doesn't make any sense and as i just explained it's it's really minor right it's a really stupid little thing but there's a few things like that which are very easily fixed i think so well for i mean for a game that's about combat and you know, RPG style, upgrading your weapons and and your you know getting better stuff. Like that seems like the kind of thing that somebody probably highlighted, and then they went, yeah, yeah that's, that's no so, shippable. Yeah, right someone there. chose that's... to have it that way, which is it's it, it doesn't seem like a bug. It seems like someone chose for that to be that way. It just seems like the wrong choice, basically. Or, or that they didn't, you know. It's it's the kind of thing that they can ship with and then fix later. Yeah, or that, or that, yeah. The nice, yeah. the one, the one kind of good thing though is it is a single player like offline game, right? So it's when you pause, basically when you pause the game, it pauses the game. Like nothing's happening in the background, so you can kind of take your time to break down weapons or mark them as junk or do all the typical kind of like Western style RPG stuff. Um, but it's it's so much fun. The dialogue options are hilarious. Like I'm I'm basically going through intimidating the hell out of everybody. Which I'm 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 quite literally just playing as an asshole because I never get to do that in these games. I'm always the goody goody. Oh yeah, I'll help everybody. I'll you know. Oh, that's a bad thing to do. Don't do that. No, no, no. no. This time I'm going through and I'm 
I'm forcing people to do what I want, which is it's it's very fun. Um, and so so far, I haven't uh, suffered at the consequences of being said asshole, but I'm sure it's going to come back and bite me in the ass soon. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. In in hilarious and amazing ways. Oh yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. I've I've heard that it's there's so many different ways to play through the game. Like you can be, and I can see that for sure. There's so many different options and the the perks and the um, the builds that you can put through characters, like so many options, it's wild. Um, being, you know, obviously being a father, I, there's v- very little chance that I'm going to play through the game more than once. But so far, so it, far, I'm having an absolute blast. So, and you got this as part of your Game Pass, right? That is correct, sir. On PC or Xbox One. That's awesome. Oh yeah. That's, but uh, even uh, even then, like if it was, oh sorry, it's eighty bucks. I'm like. Yeah, okay, sure. Give it give it to me. <laughs> like it it's worth every penny, to be honest. It's fantastic. Right. It's just I mean, you know, eight less Roblox cards for your daughter, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She can live without uh, getting some cosmetic garbage for her uh for one of her five characters that she's got. <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. I, I guess I mean if if you were to if you were to play through it again, you know, given that you've played, what did you say, four or five hours of it already? Mm-hmm. Would you, how would you change what you've done so far, I guess? Like, what, well, the, do you see the obvious avenues for different interactions or different ways of playing? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, uh, one mission that I just did, I don't want to give away too much, obviously, because it's a pretty huge spoiler, but it's, uh, I could have either done, I could have either gone Avenue A or B. Um, and either Avenue very likely would have given, would have led to the same outcome, but they would have been very, very different in how they played out. You know what I mean? Um, I honestly, I haven't played enough to see like the long winded consequences of stuff that you do, but there's been a, a ton of options already. Um, where depending on your choice something some the, the avenue to get to your to the objective can change dramatically so it's it may it may not be so much as like the entire game is going to is going to change but like it's either going to be very difficult for you to get through something or depending on how you spec your character you can kind of talk your way out of a mess or you can blast your way out of a mess that kind of difference it's got it it's yeah. it's really really cool Okay. Yeah, well, no, I absolutely I, love I'm, it. I'm with you. I mean, very few games to, or opportunities to to replay games. Very few opportunities for me to finish games. Period. But uh, so it kind of <clears throat> it puts a little bit of pressure on you to to kind of play it the way you want to play it the first time, right? Yeah, and like I, I might, who knows if I if I beat the game, whatever that means. Um, if I beat the game and I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mess around one more time with like a completely different build of a character and just play for another few hours just to see. I might do that, um, just to see how vastly different the game can be. But yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Cool. All right. Well, probably gonna have to get Game Pass. So thanks for that. Mwah. <laughs> 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 um. But yeah, just uh, just to really touch, change gears a little bit here. Um, this uh, this Did whole you finish f- gears, this, <laughs> playing gears, no changing gears. Yeah, okay, 
this whole Fallout seventy six fiasco. Um, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're very familiar with this by now. Um, but if anyone is not familiar with it, it's uh, so. Yeah, Fallout or Bethesda, I should say, decided to unveil a uh, a premium subscription for its Fallout seventy six game, which uh, at this point is kind of laughable. Um, what it's provided is. I don't have the list in front of me, but I do kind of remember the whole rundown. It was the big new addition was private servers, which I honestly, I thought this game was going to have those to begin with because basically what that means is you can play kind of offline, but like with just people that, you know, you know what I mean? It's not because the game right now, if you play fallout 76, you just get chucked into a, an instance of a server with, I believe it's, I want to say it's 8 or 12 other people on the server. Uh, there's a good chance you might never even see them while you're playing, depending on your quests that you're doing, but with this new premium subscription, you get your own server. Um, now, the best part is, uh, you get a few other things as well, but they're they're very, very tiny. It's, you get a few uh, in-game dollars to spend on stuff, which accounts to almost nothing. But uh, the, the, the big most hilarious thing is so far is all the people complaining that their private servers that they paid for are not actually private there's <laughs> they've logged in and seen their loot gone or their stash gone because uh, other people have somehow been able to log into their server and take their stuff uh, and their friends are able to log in to and just join their server without any uh, approval process or anything it's just no 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 you're on my, you know, my Xbox friend list or whatever. You just hop on whenever you want and take my stuff. So, yeah, I don't know if, how much of this stuff you've heard, but it's like, oh, my God, it's just one thing after another. Yeah, it, it sounds to me like you're funding Bethesda's servers. Not that you get a private server. It's that you, you it's like, you know, when you, when you donate some money to, uh, you know, uh a park or something you get a bench with your name on it it's like well other asses are gonna sit on that bench but your name is on that bench you know when when you come you can also sit on the bench uh but there's gonna be a lot of cheek marks you know all over it <laughs> the, the crazy thing i don't know it's it's absolutely nuts um yeah like the there was a couple of people that made a good point they were saying you know server private servers on other games for instance like minecraft um there's a couple others if you want a private server you do have to pay for it and that's fine but when it's not <laughs> when it's not even a private server that's getting like broken into basically by friends uh, and the the cost is just absolutely hilarious um now what what is the cost i believe last time i checked i believe it was 17.99 canadian a month Oh my gosh. <laughs> um which is I think nearly twice as much as Game Pass. And this is for one one game. This is for one game. That's unreal. Um and a very broken game at that. Uh yeah, it's I I don't even know at this point if they're just trolling people. The the other point that people were making was that since Bethesda has no games for the next few months, this was kind of their last-ditch effort for their shareholders, which is always a great idea. 
you know, bow over to bow to your shareholders and do whatever they want because that's what gamers love. Um, <laughs> just to try and take advantage of as much as they can and get as much, you know, scrounge up as much as they can before uh, before Doom Eternal comes out next, whatever May next April. I think I got delayed till. Yeah. So dear lord, it's it's just yeah, it's just one thing after another, man. It's I can't believe this stuff. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I know um, GDC. You know, typically you'll get um, developers sharing their retrospectives on what it was like to work on certain games and so on. Like, I, I just want to give this game five years or whatever, and and to pass into the annals of time, <clears throat> uh, anuses of time, whatever, and. <laughs> And then for a developer to come on stage and be like, well, here's where everything went wrong. Like, I'm sure there's some fascinating design doc style stories to come into this game. And the thing is, like, there's already been stuff like that, right, for uh, for Anthem. Like, the I know Jason, Jason Schreier wrote that amazing article breaking down what went wrong with Anthem, basically. And it was, it was really, really well written and really deep. Um... And yeah, there's going to be something along those lines with this. Like, I feel, on one hand, I feel bad for Todd Howard because he's he's kind of like the face of Bethesda, even though it's not just him that make these that makes these decisions. But he's like he's the guy everyone wants to yell at. Um, but who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe this kind of stuff was his choice. I doubt it. But uh, you know, oh yeah. So here we go. Seventeen seventeen ninety nine Canadian a month. Or one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine Canadian for the full year. Get a, Ooh, a massive discount. A massive discount. Ah, uh, yeah, unbelievable. Pass. Yeah, hard, hard pass. I'm gonna have. Mm-hmm. So sorry, Bethesda. Oh, also, you still have to buy the game. Oh, that's the best part. Yeah, unless you, uh, unless you already own the game, guess what? You got to go buy that too. Like I would almost. If it was free to play, it was free to play yeah. five bucks a month. Sure, you know what? With all this stuff. Oh, and the other best, the the best part about all of this is the uh, the big DLC that they had planned with like the uh, the NPCs. They were gonna add NPCs back in that give missions. Like basically, they were gonna fix everything and answer everyone's. Basically, give everyone what they wanted. Right. That's all been delayed till next May. Or next spring, next at least. May. Oh my gosh! Because there's, there's nothing coming out then, so so they you know the spring is empty, right? So let's just release let's just release the thing for the game that no one likes, charge them oh. for it, and then delay what they actually want. Like wow, it's perfect, absolutely yep. amazing. Well, that's a so that, bravo, Bethesda. That's, that's Fallout seventy six in a nutshell. Give me Elder Scrolls six. I just don't want it to be littered with DLC and microtransactions. You know what? DLC? Sure. Just take a look at Skyrim. Take a look at Fallout 3, even. Like, the DLC for those, I love them. It was basically like a full mini-game on top of the game that you already played and loved and beat. Like, here, do you want more of that for a few bucks? Yeah, sure. Yeah, those were great. But, yeah, they've they've completely gone the other route. <sighs> yeah, so I want to I change subjects here. <laughs> I'm I'm getting a little bit depressed. Um, Just quickly, just to recap, like the the new releases that have come out recently. I know we were talking about Outer Wilds. Oh my god, I just called it Outer Wilds. 
Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. That came out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And apparently it's coming out on Switch. Uh, not yet, but sometime soon. I actually didn't even know that. Um, that's going to be interesting how they crammed that onto the Switch. But since they did Witcher 3, I don't know. Anything's possible, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, how well did they do Witcher 3? Uh, from what I've heard, they've it's like a, a, like a engineering marvel. That's what I've heard. I haven't played it on Switch, but... Obviously, yeah, obviously, they had to scale back a lot because it's the hardware is like nothing, right? But they've then they did a really, really good job. Uh, so I don't know. Have you ever? Did you ever play Witcher Three? Yeah, I played a ton of it. Um, that being said, I got nowhere in the game. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> games. It's like, oh, by the way, I hope you have three hundred hours to spend because you still won't see everything yeah. in this game. Like I, I, I clocked uh... probably thirty, forty hours in that game, and I got, I got very, not very far in it. Yeah, I I got up to eighty when I finally beat it. Uh, this was before my first kid arrived into the world. <laughs> ah, that explains uh, things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kidless at the time, um, but yeah, that that you know, I went out and bought a new video card for it and everything. Like it brought my system to its knees. So oh yeah, yeah. To see that that got released on on Switch, I was pretty impressed. And to your point, like it it is a great piece of hardware. And you're right. If you're if you're developing specific to that hardware, I could see making things work okay but you know obviously not to the level of of a, of a pc but well enough that it's an enjoyable experience yeah and i guess it, a lot can be said about the developer too because like if if basically if, if they have uh scalability built in like from the get-go which i think helps when you're building games for pc is like oh by the way we just enable you know enable potato mode for the switch and then just release it it's like okay there you go done it works so you never know. It, scalability like that really, really does help. So, um, but uh, yeah, some of the other releases that just came out. Uh, speaking of Outer Wilds, <laughs> that did actually just come out on PS4. Was that on Friday that it came out? Like last Friday? The uh, I think it might have been the yeah, it was sometime last week. Yeah, which is also an amazing game. Um, it's a real shame that it's coming out so close to Outer Worlds, but you know. They obviously had the reasons. I suppose. Um, yeah, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Um, I really want to play the campaign for this. I have very, actually, very little interest in playing online multiplayer, but the campaign is apparently just phenomenal. So I, this is gonna be a this is gonna be one of those uh, trademark library rentals. I think instead of uh, plunking down eighty bucks for a game, I'm gonna play for five six hours and then want to get rid of. I don't know about you, but yeah, I've, I've definitely transitioned with. Uh, I did the same thing with Battlefield One, whatever the World War One was that recently came out. That was kind of the first time I bought something in <clears throat> in that first person shooter genre that's I've typically bought for multiplayer, but then just played the single player. Yeah. Um, now I, you know, with the with the library, I'm happy not to buy it and just experience the the single player. And I'll I'll dabble into the multiplayer because I I do have a soft spot in my heart for Modern Warfare, the first one. Oh yeah, Modern uh, Warfare one and two were yeah. were a hell of a lot of fun, and I wasn't absolutely terrible at it either. I was definitely not great, but I could hold my own. So it was like those are the last the last Call of Duty games where I was like okay at. Did Did you play the remake? Uh, no, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I heard it was, it was super good. Yeah, it's 
really, really well put together. Um, and, you know, I have played a ton of multiplayer for that. I, it came out for PS Plus, and I think it was just the multiplayer you got for PS Plus, but they, they redid the single player as well. Was it, uh, that wasn't a full price game, was it? Um, probably not. I can't imagine I them remember. releasing uh, that as a full price game. It might have been when it first dropped. Well, knowing Activision, they'll probably try and release you for yeah. a few extra bucks, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Disco Elysium, which looks freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, that just came out. Uh, I, the thing with that game is, it looks it looks so freaking it looks awesome. But I I want to wait to dedicate time to just playing that. You know what I mean? Because it's such a dialogue heavy looking game. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't it's, I don't uh... want to be messing around with any other games. Like getting it, you know, losing track and then eventually losing interest and never going back to it. I want to stick with it and just play the living crap out of it. It's in my mind, it's the perfect Steam sale game. Which yeah. I probably should have brought up in the news section, uh, but I just got my email that the Steam Halloween sale started. Yes, I uh, I, I always know when it starts because I get the, the wish list email. Yeah, it's like, exactly what 18 of your items are on some, like, ah, oh, there's a sale going on on Steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even, need, I don't even need to look anymore. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that'll be the kind of game I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to the developers, but, uh, you know, for as great as the game sounds, it seems like it's a really long and involved uh, thousands of hours of writing kind of game. That just it uh, looks it looks stellar. Like I've, I don't think I've seen an art style like that done in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try it, but uh, it won't be a full. It's gonna have to wait, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> as will the uh, medieval remake for uh, the PS4. Um, it kind of came and went with like a fart in the wind, but I, I absolutely loved the original on PS1. I don't know if you ever played it or not, but, uh, Did not. it no. was, it was a l- hell of a lot of fun. It was kind of from, this is just going off of my memory from what I, I haven't looked at any of the new footage cause I'm just, this is also another, another library rental that I'm waiting for. Um, from like my memory of playing this, it was kind of like a goofy third-person action-adventure kind of hack-and-slash type game. Very, very cartoony and over-the-top. Um, you, it, Your character, obviously, is from what I... Again, from what I remember, you're basically... You're you're basically a skeleton, like a, an undead undead knight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it controlled... From what I remember, it controlled a lot like... Uh, kind of like a mishmash of... Uh, Crash Bandicoot meets kind of, I don't know, like a, a, but Crash Bandicoot with a sword, if you know what I mean. Like it, it, it had a really weird aesthetic and a really fun kind of gameplay mechanic. It was, it was a hell of a lot of fun. And given the the remakes recently for PS4, I can only imagine this one's got a lot of DLC given to it. Um, like the Crash and Spiral remakes were fantastic, uh, and they didn't mess with the formula too much. They just made things a little bit more modern day friendly and made them look a hell of a lot nicer so i'm 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 pretty excited to play this one but again it's it's gonna have to wait i know it was a cheaper one too it's only i think it's half half the normal price of a game like 40 50 bucks tops mm-hmm. it uh, probably won't be my entry point into the series you know 
at some point in time, you're just like, well, that's it, like I I would recognize that undead night dude anywhere, but um, you know, he and I will never be formally acquainted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's totally. It's it's not. I think this game's only going to appeal to the people that liked the original, which is really strange because it wasn't really that big of a game at all, and it came out probably twenty years ago. Probably even more than that, actually. So it, it's a really strange pick, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Sony obviously knows what they're doing. They probably didn't spend a whole lot on it either. So, right. Um, but yeah, like the big releases that are coming up. Uh, this uh Friday. No, not even Friday. Halloween, which is what Thursday. I should know that. Spooky. Spooky. Luigi's Mansion 3, baby. I actually am very pumped for this. Uh, have you played any of the Luigi's Mansions before? Like the one on GameCube or the 3DS? I played the 3DS one uh, a long time ago. And yeah, it was cool. It's um, It was kind of the, I guess, the joke series, right? It's like, oh, well, Luigi needs his own game, which we give him. A ridiculous mansion. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was pretty enjoyable. See, I never played the I never played the one on GameCube because I same as you just said it was like eh it's a Luigi game who wants to, who the hell wants to play with Luigi <laughs> but then the one came out on the 3DS and I was like oh here we go here we go here's another one and I looked at the reviews for it and it was just getting like knocking out of the park so I was like wait a minute maybe I should give this a try picked it up and absolutely loved it it was one of the best back when like the whole 3DS thing was kind of new and the the whole 3D gimmick was was new. It actually made really, really good use of the 3D. Um, and, yeah, I ended up beating the game, played through the whole thing, absolutely loved it. So I'm I'm pretty stoked for this one. It's been getting, uh, I think you were saying it was like 92% on Open Critic, which is insane. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean it's, it's a Nintendo first-person, or first-party title, right? So you expect that level of polish, but to your other point, it's a Luigi game. So I, I'm pretty excited to... <laughs> To see that it's doing well, and uh, it'll be a library rental for me for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Same here. Like eighty bucks. No thanks. Can't Man, do it. Can't do it. If you don't have, yeah. If you don't have a library to rent from, how angry as a listener are you right now? <laughs> do you have an email? What's this? Can write what it library? Other, all caps letters. Like stop talking about library. Oh man, uh, there's yeah. So the the only two other games coming out that I know of that are on the kind of everyone's radar, I think, are well, maybe not everyone's, but I know Death Stranding is the next big, big, big title. I would say coming out for PS4 on not this Friday, but next Friday, November eighth. <clears throat> I honestly, I just can't wait to see what people think of it because I have, I still have no, still have no fucking idea what the hell this game's about. I don't know. I think reviews or some form of embargo drops this week from the sounds of it. I want to say this Friday from what I've heard. Um, Like all the reviews are going to start to show up on Friday. So I honestly, I really have no idea. I honestly, I I think it's going to be all over the map. There's not going to be, it's not going to be straight nines. It's not going to be straight fives or whatever. It's going to be all over the place. Yeah. So I listened to um, Giant Bomb, their east coast podcast i listen to their main podcast too but um if you're not familiar with the personalities there this this won't mean much but one of them uh, dan reichard is 
infatuated with Kojima, loves Metal Gear, you know, super on board with it. Uh, and because they can't break embargo, uh, the only thing he's really been able to say is that he stopped playing Death Stranding. Right? Like the the crew there has had, I guess, has enough people to to play the game, um, but he's even had to like circumnavigate, alluding to the fact that he has just stopped playing the game. Sounds like out of boredom. So I'm wow. to your to your point, I'm I'm really interested in hearing his point of view. Particularly, he's he's an interesting character. Um, but the rest of the you know the uh, the critics I guess professional critics I'm sure will will level out to, to a an accurate sentiment over the game. Jeez, yeah, like I the only chatter I've heard, um, kind of funny games daily. They're going to be talking about it on Friday. Um, I was listening to the Friday podcast this morning, and they they were saying uh, all they really alluded to was that it's mixed throughout the office if you know what i mean yeah so which which is never that basically means some people didn't like it so that that's what it, that that's the only way to really look at that mm-hmm. or there was people that didn't like a lot about it or whatever like it's it's so it's kind of it's it looks like it's pointing towards what i was thinking like it's it's definitely going to be a mixed reception across the board yeah but regardless, I want to see what it's like. I want to play it. Well, yep, it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually coming out, believe it or not. Oh, so everyone gets to try. Um, the other huge, huge release. This, oh, is, this is the biggest release of the year. Um, Need for Speed Heat. I, I'm sure everyone was aching for this. Biggest. Did. Because <laughs> did not yeah. know they still make those games. <laughs> I'm just gonna skip over this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, don't, I, actually, I actually don't care. Horizon? Yeah, I don't care at all. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just to recap, um, once again, <laughs> Extra Life, do it. Sign up for it. Donate to it. Uh, watch it. Retweet it. Do whatever the hell you can because we, we love it. All three of my kids have been to McMaster Children's Hospital, which is the hospital I'm directly going to be attaching myself with. Um, other people on the Joysticks Canada stream team, if you want to call it that, um, they might be doing other hospitals like sick kids, which is still great. <clears throat> doesn't matter what hospital you do. Um, it all goes to a great cause. So 10 a.m. Eastern to midnight Eastern on twitch.tv slash joysticks Canada or go to joysticks.ca for more details. Uh, Richard, was there anything else you wanted to add or? Uh, nope. Just I'll, I'll piggyback on uh, what you're saying. I'll, I'll be playing for sick kids and same thing. My, my eldest went, to, went there a few times when she was younger. So, um, you know, again, all, all hospitals are worthy, but, um, any, any donations, uh, to said hospitals is appreciated. Um, I'll, I'll be probably chunking out my gameplay sometime over the course of the weekend and, and maybe into the week, but, uh, my objective is, of course, to, to play 24 hours worth of video games as, uh, as part of my commitment for do- donations. Right on. So, That's get, awesome. Get to it. Yeah. I need donations. Give them. Give them. Give them up. Give them. Give me, give me, give me. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you uh, next time, which will hopefully not be too long from now. Take it yeah. easy. Bye. Don't, don't play Death Stranding. No kidding.
WhatsApp. 